Welcome to Working Matters. My name is Carl Edwards. Visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we are back for week two with our special guest, Van Ray of Amprint Advisors. Good morning, Van. Good morning, Carl. So we're discussing this great topic of having a posture of strategic readiness. And I'm very excited that you're bringing this kind of frame of thinking to us. Uh, tell us a bit about what Amprit Advisors is up to. Sure. Amprit Advisors is a consultancy that helps organizations invite the future. And what that means is we work with leaders to help them think about where they're headed and get clear about that, and then also help them build the disciplines to execute the steps to get to that vision. And we mm. help them in a variety of corporate disciplines to help them get that vision realized. Excellent, excellent. Well, you're obviously very good at it. This whole idea of having a posture is, I think, perfect for leaders because that helps us embody and envision what you mean by it. And our topics are so interesting. This week, we're going to be talking about having a stop list, a no list. Leadership is the do business. It's the make happen business. So uh, let's dive into this. What do you, where are we going with this idea of having a, a no list? Stop and no list. It's a unique idea, and it's the ideas in organizations thinking about where do we want to go. It's grounded in where we are now and where we've been. Mm-hmm. And part of moving forward is letting go of some things that the organization was doing in the past. And so my recommendation mm-hmm. is, as you, as you get ready to do something new, to make a step forward, part of to free up the organization, free up resources is that you're going to have to make some commitments to stop doing some things that you were doing before. You know, it's grounded in the ideas that today's problems were yesterday's solutions. And hmm. what you're having to work with today, it was once a great thing. But let's take an example. Mm-hmm. A product that you had or a service that you offered, it was wonderful a couple of years ago. It had great reception. You had great profitability. But the market's changed. The competition's changed. Your competency in it may have changed. And to get ready for the future, you may need to stop doing that product to free your company up to do something else. And that's the idea of a stop list. It's a commitment to be able to say, and it's some hard decisions to say, that thing, that operation, that product, that process, that part of our organization, to go forward, Mm -hmm. we've got to stop doing that. Sounds very dramatic. So you shared it at the big level of of a product that's just... I'm going right back to my firm and saying, you know, we're not making another dial telephone. We've just, <laughs> that investment is just not going to work for us. So thank you for that. Also give an example on a smaller practice within a firm that you might come across that's not serving you well anymore and would be another thing that you would want to say no to or stop. Absolutely. One example, it can be the way we touch our customers. Mm-hmm. So, and it could be a very, very small thing. But let's say, for example, we had a, a manual process. Uh, I'll call it a paper-based process. Mm-hmm. And we want more intimacy with a customer. And instead of sending a customer this form, for example, to gather information, that we're going to be much better served by gathering it digitally, okay. gathering it over the web. And that, that just a little small piece of that customer interaction to be able to say, we're going to stop doing it that way. Because yeah, in the past, you didn't have the capability. But now you have the capability and that little piece Mm -hmm. to be able to say, now this customer touch point, stop doing it that way. Okay. So tell me, how how do we think about these things? Um, 
obviously we do, as you pointed out, we do everything for a reason. And for quite a while, it worked very well. So what's starting to change? What are a few clues we can keep our eyes open for that would suggest that we might want to put something on, you know, to stop doing something or to say no to something? I mean, these are good things we're saying no to. I, could, I understand stop beating your employees. You know, there's science behind that one. But um, yeah, I, I think where you can start getting a sense, you can get it sometimes from your customers. Sometimes you can get it from your employees, your organization. And there's just a level of enthusiasm. And it can be just an intuitive gut thing. And it's the, really the hard ones are the ones that it's not necessarily broken. Mm-hmm. It actually is working in that okay kind of way. But it's not creating the value it's used to. There's not enthusiasm mm-hmm. about it. It's not differentiating you. And the things that are okay and working, those are the things that in that strategic posture of readiness to say, now we got to be ready for more. Those are the hard ones to kill. And that, that's a commitment of leadership to say, no, stop doing it that way. Do it differently. I don't like rules too much, but a, a rule of thumb, maybe well, I like that way of saying it. A rule of thumb might be that just okay isn't okay here. Yes. So if something gets to where it's just okay, that's our signal to ourselves that it needs to start being looked at as a candidate for elimination. Yes. Sometimes it can be another indicator can be um, the volume of the activity. Mm-hmm. So, for example, it's a step that we did, and it's something that we did a great deal of. So, again, I'll go back to the product example. We used to have incredible vo- or meaningful volume for that product, mm-hmm. and we've watched that that volume or that sales taper off and flatten out. And you can say in that steady state of, of quantity, that steady state of profit, that steady state of customers buying it, that's another clue. This can say, hmm, that's a steady state item. Let's, let's take a look. Is that something we need to keep doing? Okay. Wow. So how are these, you know, okay is still okay. Absolutely. How is it holding us back? Why is okay not okay for you? Or what will having a stop list free us up to do on the other side of the equation that's so great that it's worth, you know, that kind of change? Yeah, taking the time to do it. For all of those activities, for those little customer touch points, those little process internally, what we're taking to the market, they all take time and attention. And that time and attention, even though we get used to it and it's okay, it still takes resources and thought and commitment, and training, and understanding. And if it's not producing the value that it a, a different or better process could, and you just add something new to it, mm-hmm. you still have to feed that. You still have to feed it, nurture it, sustain it. And yes, it's okay, but to really free yourself up for something better and different, you've got to create the space for that. And part of that space is that saying no. And that mm-hmm. commitment to say our thinking, our resources, our intentionality, it's got to be freed up to focus on, on something better. Okay. And not just something new. It's just layering on the new at times. That's what can weigh you down. And that's where that posture of, of saying, Let, let's be better in the future. Better have some resources and capacity to be better, not just add something new. Good. Okay, so now help me think about that as a leader. I've got a certain capacity for paying attention and being involved in decision-making and doing my thing. How do I think about that? How do I think about what gets on my do list? And so what creates my stop list? Um, does that question make sense? I still, I need some discernment that I'm, yeah. I'm maxing out. 
we, t- we keep taking on. That's our practice. Yes, yes. And I think it's being thoughtful about the capacity of the organization. It's being thoughtful about the resources. And I think that the, the idea here is that it, you may not be saying stop to a lot of things. There may be one or two key things, but it's a mindset of in that planning for that leader to say, I'm not just thinking about adding more. I'm really thinking about change holistically, and that change is just not the more new. So what I would encourage in the leader's mind is say, okay, don't just think about more and more. Being ready for more, you've got to be freeing up some things that are going on internally. In order to do that, you've got to be ready to say, nope, we're not going to do that anymore. Oh, okay. No, that's very powerful. So as a leader, planning is not merely the proactive building what's next stuff. If you're going to have a proactive building what next stuff, you've got to have room to do it. So part of what you need to be paying attention to is what you won't be doing anymore. Yes. And okay, that's wonderful. Yeah, no, that's actually very powerful because we do have that assumption. The other key piece this of gets that overlooked. is no. And so stop is not doing what you're doing today going forward. And again, that can be a transition process. It doesn't necessarily happen all at once. You can scale these things back over time. But in additionally, what I'd recommend also is a no. And what a no is is that we've got an opportunity in the future. It could be meaningful for us, but we're actually going to, as part of our commitment to go forward, not go down that path. And planning and strategic thinking is all about what we will do, but to give clarity and context, I encourage leaders as well to say, okay, not only this is what we're going to do, but we're also making commitments to know we're not going to do this. Could be we're not going to reach certain markets. Yeah, We're mm-hmm. not going to grow in these kinds of ways. We're not going to hire this certain role yet. And that context of what you're saying no to is rarely powerful. And it gives credence to what you say yes to. No, and, and then it fits with your metaphor of posture so wonderfully. I mean, again, I'm picturing the perfect poise of my uh, tennis player, really, I'm imagining myself. And, you know, the, all this, if, if you're trying to do that with this huge backpack, heavy backpack on of all this stuff that you feel like you need to keep carrying into the next game, it throws off your posture and you, you aren't ready. You can't jump into what you need to jump into because you're, you know, carrying a load that isn't a bad load, but it's holding you back. Absolutely. Oh, that's excellent. Well, we need to wind it up for today. Um, Be sure to come back next week because uh, you are going to want to know what sumo wrestling goals you need to be setting. So I'm really intrigued by where we're going with that. Where can people find you, Van, on the web? They can find me at www.amperant.com, A-M-P-E-R-A-N-T, and also van.ray at amperant.com. And that's W-R-A-Y. And I'd love to hear from your listeners. Well, you need to meet Van. So um, email him right now. As always, I am blogging on these topics at boldenterprises.com and welcome, also welcome the conversation. So we are going to be doing a lot of thinking about this together here on the show and on the web in a couple of different places. We look forward to seeing you next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 